Okay, ladies, I'm talking to you right now. Are you feeling any kind of change in your body that comes with perimenopause or menopause? It can be a time of transition, but Happy Mammoth understands the journey and is here to make it easier for you. They've crafted Hormone Harmony with a deep commitment to using science-backed ingredients that work specifically for women, ensuring no compromise on quality. Look, I know what it's like to have those hot flashes to where you just want to rip off your clothes, crying at commercials, fuzzy headedness, low libido, the list goes on. But picture this, waking up refreshed, feeling balanced, and ready to tackle the day. That's the experience Hormone Harmony aims to deliver. Happy Mammoth's dedication to women's well-being shines through in every aspect, from their ingredients to the results. Hormone Harmony incorporates scientifically supported herbal extracts known as adaptogens. The remarkable aspect of adaptogens is their ability to assist the body in adapting to various stressors, such as natural hormonal fluctuations that occur during a woman's life's journey. And here's something very exciting. For a limited time, you can enjoy a fantastic 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ICEBABY at checkout. That's happymammoth.com code ICEBABY for 15% off today. Take charge of your changing journey with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Visit happymammoth.com now and use the code ICEBABY for 15% off. Embrace this stage of your life with confidence and comfort. Hi guys, and welcome back to Beneath the Surface. My name is Crystal Hefner, and... I've been having so much fun interviewing people on my new podcast, talking to people mainly that I know, close friends, hopefully to get some knowledge and insight to help me on my own life, to help you in your life. It's just been so nice talking to my friends leading up to the release of my book. And once the book is released, I will be talking all things about the book. I will be going chapter by chapter, kind of breaking it down for you guys and letting you know what I was going through and how that place shaped me and to hopefully help you in the process. There is a lot and I am, I feel like I'm opening so much with this book, but that's where the podcast will be going. We will be talking chapter by chapter on my upcoming book. And so it's really nice for me to be able to just chat to my friends before the, before that all starts. And my next guest is just such a wonderful person. We met at Comic-Con in New York. She is strong. She's beautiful. She's a badass. She has a lot of lessons I feel that she could teach us all about value and worth and believing in yourself. I'm just so excited. And I recently watched her show Muscles and Mayhem on Netflix. It is an incredible documentary. I highly recommend you guys watch it. But let's dive in and talk to her more about it ourselves. And I'd like to introduce you to Lori Ice Federick. Here we go. Here we are. Let's do this. My little notes. <laughs> I know. Uh, the, the, my memory go. so bad. <laughs> I know, especially because I'm so new. I'm like, okay, I got to. Um, yeah. But oh, I was, anyway. I was the we... same way. I was the exact same way. <laughs> In the way. beginning. You're yes. so seasoned. I'm just like. No, I'm not. You're, you're my you inspiration. Know, okay. So here's what I realized is I just, I had my like, just like bullet points. Boom, boom, boom. And I just flowed with the conversation to where if I didn't really hit those, I was like, oh, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, It's kind of like, to me, I just realized it's just a conversation. That's what people want to hear. Yeah, it's very, very true. 
Um, yeah, I was, we were just getting into how we met. Yes. <laughs> You're like, Comic-Con. Why, why were you at Comic-Con? I know, why were you at Comic-Con? <laughs> so random. Yeah. Um, so I had first heard about you through my friend Mike, who is also my personal trainer. Okay. And Mike is awesome, and he would talk about how he has had has such a crush on ice oh my god how funny that is so <laughs> he's like, funny she is so fucking hot she, and then he was saying how like you're you have like short hair and he's like a sucker for that and tattoos what? And, and you're like just so like incredibly in shape and all these things and then i'm like oh like i uh, like ice and then he's like let me show you let me show you her instagram so we pull up your instagram and i'm like holy shit she is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and oh he's God, like, thank you. but uh, he's like, <laughs> I would leave my wife for her, but oh my God. <laughs> but I don't have a chance because she's not straight. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, Mike. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I'm sure you've gotten that a lot with oh my God, straight straight men. <laughs> I have, and it's interesting. I've got the I can change you, <laughs> you know, just give me a chance. And and here's the funny thing, and it's like I tell them, and it's it's like on so many different podcasts I've talked about is. It's, it's not that I'm not totally gay. I've, I dated men my entire life, basically. I, I love the male body. I love having sex with them. I just can't connect. Interesting. I can't have an emotional, like, relationship with them. It's very bizarre. I don't know. I don't know how I'm wired. I don't know why. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, that, that kind of makes sense in the way that I feel like the men I connect with most are kind of more feminine yeah like yeah. more sensitive yeah it's a more sensitive kind of different thing yeah. i don't i can't tell you what it is and everybody's trying to analyze me and like <laughs> you know yeah psychoanalyze <laughs> me like well maybe you have these issues or those issues i'm like i, know. I don't know i go i had a pretty normal childhood you yeah, know my yeah. dad wanted a boy you know basically you know so i was the tomboy but it wasn't like i was tomboy because he wanted a boy i just was yeah yeah it's S- interesting how things work but yeah yeah and so, uh, so that so that happened okay so i you know i learned of you and then uh, my friend she was going to comic-con on her own she works with Vivi, which does uh, like Disney NFTs, like mm-hmm. at the Web3 space. I know we had talked a little about that yeah. before. So she said, you know, I'll be at Comic-Con in New York. I'm by myself. Um, she's married with kids. And so she was just going to take a break and go be by herself. And so I said, OK, I'll, I'll just come with I'll come hang out with you and go to Comic-Con. I love Comic-Con. I love all things like fantasy. And that was my first Comic-Con ever. It was. I've been to. Yeah. Oh I was gosh. tripping out on all the everybody, how they dress up. Yes. I saw more Spider-Man outfit with a pooch belly that shouldn't have been having a pooch belly. (laughs) I didn't see those. I just saw like the hot, like, I was like jealous of so many people's outfits and bodies. (laughs) Some of of them were amazing. I didn't see um, pooch Spider-Man, but I I saw so many. You could be whoever you want in Comic-Con, I guess. Exactly. Um, but exactly. I grew up uh, going to Comic-Con in San Diego, so I was a yeah, little bit used to The biggest to the... one. That is the biggest yeah, one, by the yeah. way. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I worked there, like some modeling stuff before yeah. LA. But um, So I went there, and I was just walking around like each aisle and checking yeah. everything out. I love like all of the things, and... Um, there was there was like a lot of nostalgia things there yeah, that I noticed. A lot. I wanted to get into that too, but I walked by and I saw, you know, Amer- American Gladiators booth, and I was like, oh my god, this, <laughs> like, you know, I think of Mike, and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I wonder, Lori's yeah. here, and 
Um, so I see you and all of you together. It's like this larger than life, like vibe. I know. I know. Yeah. It was like, it's, whoa. It's, it's really it was, cool. It was, it was like a magnetic feeling. Oh, that's very, cool. It's very cool. Okay. And um, like, okay, I have to. And I saw that you guys were signing. So I'm like, I have to get, you know, I know. sign for Mike. And he, he was so grateful. And I remember, I think I tagged you on Instagram. You did. And when you tagged me, I'm going to be honest. I went, <gasps> holy shit. Oh my God. And I was like, look at this. <laughs> look at this. You know, and I was like so psyched because... When you're signing autographs like that, I mean, you know this, you, you got to know this. It's like when there's so many people around you and people are coming at you, you don't get to sometimes look up yeah. and see who's who, you know, yeah. you're just like picture after picture after picture after picture. Like autopilot. Yeah, yeah. in a way. And so, I mean, um, and so it's like when I saw that, I was like, oh. I'm like, I seriously <laughs> went how the fuck did I miss this girl? <laughs> so funny. You know what I, I mean? I was just like hiding and, you know, didn't even have any makeup on. I was just, <laughs> whatever. So I probably was just like, oh, thanks, bye. And pretty know? much, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really awesome to meet you and start talking to each yeah. other like, on Instagram. And it was cute talking about like maybe like working out. And <laughs> Oh my God, I know. when it, You're, you're going to laugh at this, but I mean, I only geek out over certain people. You know what I mean? Um... And when I was in San Diego, um, and that's when we started texting each other. When I was in San Diego, I'm like, oh, my God, look who texts me. I don't know if you've ever done that before. I was like, holy shit. You know, and it's just like, it's just fun, you know, yeah. because when you start watching people on television or you see or you know who they are, you sometimes you wonder what their personality is like. Yeah. Um, if it's them or if it's, a, you know, a persona that they're playing or something like yeah. that. Um I met Kevin Costner and his wife, Christine, because Christine and I became friends. Aww. And so um, we used to go up and hang out at the house and play racquetball. And when I met Kevin, I was like, holy shit, it's exactly the same person that's in every single movie. That's cool. You know, it's like his cool. personality doesn't really change. Yeah. And he's just so chill and down to earth. So, yeah, it was pretty cool when you text me oh. and I was like, yeah. That's so nice. It was awesome. That's so nice. Yeah, and I loved like starting to talk to you and get to know you. And I, d I do feel like we both came from these like almost like fantasy worlds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. I know around the same time too because it was like you were there like almost ten years. And, yeah, and so was I. And um, yeah, it's just like a crazy moment in time. Mm -hmm. And so I was happy to like learn more about you and watch the documentary. And I was obsessed. Like I became obsessed. And it's something when I was very young, I lived in England. So I didn't really watch the show. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm more aware, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to see like every episode. That's like, funny. And I, I think also like things that. Well, like in my world with playboy like the some of the girls next door they started a podcast and that mm -hmm. was like in the early 2000s when they were on the show and i feel like the nostalgia is like coming back like making a huge comeback it is nostalgia right now because i think the world is so like it needs something to like grab onto that people can remember when it was simple yeah and they can remember a time to when everything was kind of calm and um, like whether they were with their family or their brothers or sisters or something like that, they just love to go back to that time. 
to where right now I think everything is so crazy and just, you know, up in the air. And it's like, there's nothing grounding anyone, you know? And I think the nostalgia of our show and everything else, it kind of grounds people. It brings them back to the time that they can remember, you know? Um, And so I think right now it's just pretty cool, like how all that is working, you know, kind of in our favor, (laughs) to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, completely. And I think so many things right now are like oversaturated and stuff. And yeah, people are wanting to just get back to kind of before. And I feel like so many things are getting rediscovered and, Mm -hmm. you know, another, um, you know, round two on, (laughs) on a lot of things. Pretty much. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I remember like the actress from White Lotus. She's like, Oh, I, you know, I thought my career was a little over, but here I am like Jennifer Coolidge, I think. And she's like, yeah, she's like round two and here I am. And I, yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia things. And I did notice that in Comic-Con. Like mm-hmm. I noticed, I walked by and there's like a big Tamagotchi booth. Yeah. Do you remember those? Or like <laughs> those little pets you have to keep alive on a yes. keychain. Um, so I bought a couple and I tagged them and they oh, wrote me cool. back and they're like, oh, we'd like to send you some Tamagotchi. I'm like, oh my God. That is so <laughs> yeah, awesome. But these like th- current things, I'd be like, oh man, you know, whatever, maybe. But it was like, oh, childhood nostalgia. I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. <laughs> you know, post it like it all for free. Like, yeah, just, exactly. The nostalgia stuff is just, um, yeah. I think it's a time where things were like more wholesome and yeah, exactly. It wasn't yeah. so crazy. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's it's very bizarre out there right now. I think I don't know. Yeah. And then I and then I kind of feel like my mom when I say that. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I know. Like my parents now. <laughs> like I, I never, remember when I was young. I was I'm like, never oh, gonna god, be. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so I watched the documentary. I've started watching, like, you know, everything with you in it. And, um, yeah, I, I listened to part of a podcast where you were, I think it was Adam Carolla, where you talked about how the Netflix documentary, like, spoke to all of you separately. Yes. Yes. And then you're, you're like, why didn't we all, like, go, they, go together? Like, they missed the boat yeah. completely. They, I mean, each gladiator, first of all, the team got separated. Um, the first documentary that came out was an ESPN 30 for 30 documentary, believe it or not. Oh. And it was the creator of the show that called us all and went, Hey, I'm doing a documentary and they're doing it about me and we'd love to have you on. Um, no, nobody gives a shit who you are. Nobody cares who you are. Nobody even knows who you are. Yeah. The show's going to be about us and we know it because at the end of his little spiel was, Oh, and there's no pay. Wow. Huh. Oh my well, gosh. we got paid shit through the show. So. I don't see why would that change now? And so I just, I kind of gathered the team and I was like, I don't know, you guys, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to do it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I said, how would you feel if this got picked up? Cause they didn't know where they were going to shop it yet. I see. Um, how would you feel if it got picked up from Netflix, which was just kind of like one of those things you're sitting on the couch and you know, they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars and you still can't even pay your mortgage. Yeah. I go, is that going to piss you off? And they're like, yeah, it is. So it separated the team and, um, we opted out not to do that documentary. And I'm so glad we didn't because it's really bad. It's terrible. Well, Nitro actually pitched it to Netflix and I got to be a co-producer on it. And we kind of gathered the team and I call it the A team. Sorry, but there's an A list and there's a B list. <laughs> okay, So the A team went to Netflix and it's just, it turned out great. You know, it's like the, the five part series was the muscles and mayhem was amazing. And I'll be honest to this day, 35 years later, we're still getting cease and desist letters. 
You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't use your name. You can't use the logo. You can't. And I was like, okay, this is such bullshit. We're, we're, we're fighting it now. Oh my gosh. From who is that? Is that like a Baldwin um, company or? Well, the (laughs) first one that's coming, the one that's coming after us, the hardest, I think is the, um, the guy who owns a trademark, which is Johnny Ferraro. And I'm just dildo guy. No, that was the producer. <laughs> that was Aton. Yeah, you guys Aton. have to see yeah. it to understand he was, he what like, that means. He's like way off the charts on that one. It's so funny. Talk about, wow, sexual harassment. That's Aton. But um, no, Johnny was the Elvis impersonator. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was the Just Elvis. as interesting. Exactly. <laughs> Weirdly like the, interesting. Like the used car salesman Elvis, <laughs> yeah. you know, is what I call him. But um, interesting. He, he's the one that... I don't know what his, his, he just, nobody gets along with him. Nobody likes him. He hates yeah. all of us. And especially since we didn't do his documentary. Mm. Now he's coming after all the ones who did The Muscles of Mayhem on Netflix. Oh my God. Like I was just talking to a gladiator this morning. I said, what I don't think he, under, he's talk about a narcissist. Holy shit. This man is like beyond. It's like he is obsessed with not letting us do shit. Ugh. Okay, so oh my gosh. Um, and I told her this morning, I said, what I don't understand is if it weren't for us, his brand would be dead, dead in the water. Yeah. Nobody's hurting his brand. We're enhancing his brand. Absolutely. You know, so it's just it's so frustrating. And um, yeah, to this day, so it's just like, you know, we're it's a battle. It's a battle, but this time we're pulling together, you know, and we're gonna fight it. Because it's they're trying to prevent us from making a living. Yeah, they literally want us to take everything off of our social media. Are you oh kidding my me? God, how is that even possible? Yeah, so like it's you frustrating can't be yourself. No, and so I was on a show that was literally kind of like the dream job that turned into the nightmare after it was over. Because we couldn't, I mean, it's like, okay, we're going to build you up. I'm going to put you way up here and it's going to be awesome. And you're going to be super famous for a short time. And then after it's done, guess what? You go right back to Lori. You can't do anything. You can't say the name. You can't use the show. You can't say the program. It's like, are you kidding me? That was my past for 10 years. And you just want to pretend like I erase it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I had no idea that was going on. And that guy sounds like a horrible, he's narcissist if he like if he wasn't a narcissist and he just loved you guys and he was he, he's obviously jealous i don't know what it is he wants the attention like, i don't know I feel what like it he is. wants all the accolades but you know he's the one that would get like totally booted off the if he was like and they're like actually like yeah <laughs> i know it's crazy competing <laughs> and even when we go to ask for any kind of permission he wants at least 50 percent of whatever we're gonna get what the heck yeah Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's insane. And so it, the battle is just, it's, it's crazy. And some of the gladiators just gave up and they just said, they forget did. it. It's not worth it. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, it's no. worth it. It's worth it. And I feel like the climate is a little bit changing now to where, you know, people are realizing their mistakes and, um, people are taking things into their own hands. And, um, I remember when Instagram started and the girls were kind of monetizing and mm. and uh 
and one of the, a photographer, she was really sweet, and she said to me, "Oh, it's it's so nice that people are able to take things in their own hands and um, not be dictated what to do by like a rich old man." And then she like looked at me, and she's like, "Oh, sorry, like I didn't. No offense, because of the heft stuff." Right, right. But yeah, people are I feel like rising up against um, that kind of person. God, I hope. And I hope like I don't know. It's I don't know. Le- it's almost legal. Like I want to find. I literally want to find the biggest pit bull attorney that would just bury him. Yes. That's what I need. Oh, yeah. That's what I need. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> because personally, I think there's so many, um, I think there's so many holes in it. You know, yeah. there are claims and everything. It's just like, uh, uh-uh. there's, there's something here and I know it's here. And they're just, you know what they're doing? They're trying to scare us. Yeah. I think they're trying to scare us because they're like, literally they're sending like 250 page, like, it's like seriously. I wonder who's pay- like who's paying for all of that. Well, like, I think it's has- either him or it's the MGM. And then oh. somebody said, "Well, it looks like they want a clean house right now because Amazon bought MGM. Oh, and Amazon rules the world now. But at the same time, they're so big. Why do they give a shit what we're doing on social media? Let everyone have fun. Yeah, and I th- let everybody it's, eat. It's just him is really what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah, you know, one of my managers, um, she gave me a great little thing and. This guy sent me some baseball cards to sign. And he sent like, because we all have our baseball cards. And he sent literally like 50 of them. Okay. And there are three. So there was like, um, maybe, I don't know. It was like, I don't know, like 15, 15, 15, something like that. And they were all three different ones. And I, and I actually emailed him. I go, are you, are you selling these? Yeah. Oh no, not selling. I'm like thinking, hmm. Really? Like <laughs> Why would you send me like was 45? It was it like the same card? Or? Yes. Oh, my exactly. gosh. But the funny thing is, is my manager, she goes, you know what, Lori? Let him eat. Who cares? Really? And I went, you know what? You're right. Who cares? I mean, what's he going to do? He's going to sell them for a few bucks. It's not a big deal. But that's what I've been saying. It's kind of yeah. like karma. Yeah. You know? I think it's, I think it is karma. And have you, have you seen them on eBay? Yeah, <laughs> you're you're like the. I, I see them on eBay. I see my. I have like we have little figurines. We have you know, and they're selling those on eBay. You know, our um, little action figures. Oh my gosh, which um, is hysterical. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I I fell into a similar trap with this bench warmer trading cards. Have you heard of those? Bench, yes, kind of, sort of. It it's sounds this guy super Brian familiar. Wallows, who is a total perv. Sorry, like yeah. <laughs> that's my new word from Candace. Oh, right, Candace, <laughs> but he had he paid me a thousand dollars and had me sign like I don't know, felt like thousands of cards. Wow, but I see them on e- like eBay, yeah, like, of course, bench warmer. Like, I don't know what they were, but yeah, it's I guess at least you got a thousand for it. This guy <laughs> I, know, just it I, know. I had to actually put a stamp on my own stamp on it and send it oh, back. No. <laughs> Nah, it's all good. Oh my I gosh. really don't mind. I mean, people send me a lot of photos to sign and stuff, and I don't. It's fine. That's really sweet. So you have a, like a mailing address people can. Um, no, unfortunately, I have no idea how they find my address, and oh, I don't like no. it. I'm all over the internet. I've tried to, I've tried to wipe it clean before, and it just keeps coming back. Okay, well, don't send anything to Lori's yeah, house. Exactly. I do have a PO box. <laughs> it's really scary. <laughs> I know. You know, I had to move because of that. Did so, you? Yeah. I'm sure you probably had like a stalker or two. I had one. Um, it was a female, and she was more scary than a male because we can be way more devious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we can be way more manipulative, I think. Oh my gosh, I have to know what happened. Um, I actually hired someone to take care of the problem, and they she went her. away. 
like, 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 don't ask any questions. Um, <laughs> believe kidding. it or not, this was way back in the day, way back in the day. Um, like eighties or nineties. It was, it was a huge, like dude that handled like Michael Jackson and all these superstars, like a fixer. He, like a fixer. <laughs> like, yeah, he would like, you know, people would go to him and go, hey, I have stalkers. Can you help me? And I don't know how I found him, but I found him. And I went to his house and um, he wanted me to train his wife, you know, and I did. And he he goes, OK, so I'm going to take care of it. I, I walked in his office. I had two boxes, two big, huge boxes. That was before Internet, before like we could email everything. Mm-hmm. Everything was in a letter. She would oh write a letter like 10 pages a day, oh a day. Gosh. And then it got to the point to where she was like, oh, if you didn't have your girlfriend in the picture, I'm sure I would be your girlfriend. I was like, whoa. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did you, how did she know she, you had a girlfriend? You, did you post about it? No. Just, she just knew. Yeah. She just knew. Yeah. At the time, it was just so creepy and scary and weird. And yeah. he took care of her. I don't know what happened to her. I just never really? heard from her again. I was like, thank God. And it went away. Oh my god! Yeah, I had to hire somebody to do that. It's really scary. I wonder, like, how things cross the line, like, mentally for people, like, where it's like, oh, I'm actually going to scare this person if I. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's weird how people get obsessed with people. I would imagine you would get a hell of a lot more than I would. I mean, I, it's... I mean, I think that about you because it's like you know, I saw like all the stuff. I'm like, wow. Um, for me, I just had one person that. Um, was driving from Florida so we could be together. <gasps> wow. And he would like send flowers to the house that was public. Ooh. And so I had to move. Because you look at these people's profiles and you're just like, mm-hmm. it's scary. Have you ever met somebody before and you look them in the eye and you're just like, Ooh, creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bye-bye, yeah. bye, <laughs> That's a lot. I kind of struggle with that because- Kind of like, know. don't make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. My world is playboy. So like the, a lot of the fans and stuff, I'm like, oh, these are just like pervy dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm sure you get a lot of those kind of- I do. I just try to ignore, even on my social media, you know, if they say something on my social media, because actually my TikTok is bigger than my, my Instagram. Um, that's where I started my social media. TikTok is awesome. And I got like, I started and I got, I think I have like, I'm up to like 275,000 on there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've watched all in- of your TikToks. Oh my so God. There's so Anyone fun. hasn't seen her TikTok, <laughs> watch all of them. They're amazing. So much fun doing them. I'm running out of ideas, though. I'll be honest with you. I mean, do you ever run out of ideas? Yeah. Yeah. It's like some of these influencers are just like like paralysis. Yeah. Content paralysis. And then I'm like, I just don't want to put the effort sometimes. I know. I don't want to do the hair and the makeup. Can I just put a baseball hat on? And (laughs) where's my makeup app? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Face app. Yes. That's like totally the secret face app for everything. Um, But yeah, it is. It is hard coming up with content and staying consistent is like the key to all of it super super key yeah it's really hard but um, i know yeah and then that way the fans can keep up hopefully the non-creepy ones <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> people probably like got it really excited to see you know because you're like fighting in the and you're like you know going against people and people probably think that's sexy like oh, like <laughs> I, I think they do i think i think they like the the strong female and it's interesting because when I was doing Gladiators back then, I I don't know. There was something – I don't know. I was always insecure about the way I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think every person thinks maybe it's grass is greener on the other side or if they looked a certain way, things would be different. I don't know. I always had an insecurity, believe it or not, of being who I was 
back then. Really? Yeah. And who would you say like that was like that you were? I had an insecurity about being the tomboy, about being muscular, about even though at the same time, which is interesting, I was yeah. insecure about it, but I did it anyway. Yeah. So I psychological, I don't know how that works. But anyway, I was yeah. just like, I loved being strong. And I love, you know, all that. But um, I always like I always saw the guys. Okay, this is gonna be interesting. Right. Psychoanalyze this. <laughs> I'm bisexual, but yet I'm gay like that. It's like I flip back and forth. But yet at the time, you know, having girlfriends and stuff. But the guys would always look at like the girls like you, like they're thin and they have big boobs and blonde hair. And I was more the tomboy and kind of muscular. So they wouldn't pay attention to me. So I was kind of like, huh, fuck you. Interesting. you know? Yeah. So it was like I had a small insecurity yeah. until I actually became older and went, very comfortable finally with who I am. It took a while wow. though. It did. Wow. Because I always kept thinking, huh, why don't I get that attention? Yeah. yeah. So who knows? Oh my gosh. We're all it's, messed it's up. Hard. In so many <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like that, it's like the Playboy world too, um, you know, taking the implants out. I'm like, oh, now like no one will like me. I'm like, oh, that's awful. Yeah. Isn't that but, crazy? Yeah. I don't know why, I don't know why we're conditioned certain ways or. I don't know. <laughs> Being human. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to know all those. I know. I have my notes. I want to like know memory, all those notes. I would love to see all those notes. My memory and my handwriting totally sucks. Oh, I was like, I was, this says like, what were the fans like? Because the fans are weird. I've had like very weird fans, but I've also had really, I've had fans that have become friends. I haven't. Well, okay. Kind of did. I had one fan, which was interesting, that turned out to be, has turned out to be a great friend which is interesting and I always tease her about that because I was on my Instagram and she sent me a message and it was after the muscles of mayhem Uh and it was just like like a like a like a photo just like hey you know click and I was like hey (laughs) you know and I actually wrote back and she was like holy shit I didn't expect this and we just became instant friends because like the personalities clicked um it was fun she was normal yeah, yeah. There you are know? some nice, normal people. And there's um, there's like a quote that's something about like, your greatest supporters will be strangers. And hmm. I feel like people close to me have, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know. But like people that I don't know that well, they're just like rooting for me so hard that I'm like, I want to get to know these people yeah. that are just. Yeah. yeah, they can be your biggest fans and your biggest supporters. Yeah, And I think I. I might have shied away in the past from that because I was kind of maybe afraid of him because I had the stalker yeah, and I was afraid to answer like, you know, I would answer like, oh, thank you. Or yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. But nothing more than that. I would never get into an actual conversation with him. Yeah, I think I, I don't know how like it en- ends up being that way. It just naturally kind of progresses mm-hmm. some people more than others. Um, but I don't know how that happens. Like, on each end. And then I also get the creepy ones that are going, I want to take care of you. I want to support you. Can I send you money? (laughs) How much you want to send me? (laughs) What do I got to do? Show me your feet. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. I laugh about that. Cause I always laugh and I go, I have perfect feet. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You do. (laughs) Like I could totally do an OnlyFans like for feet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, uh, I noticed there's like a thing called wiki feet. Have you heard of that? No. Oh, I'm not, I saw, I have a profile on wiki feet. Oh, how funny. It's like anytime like feet are shown, they like put them on the, yeah, like a wiki feet. 
People are very strange with feet. I don't get it. I don't understand the foot fetish thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Do you try and write back to fans, like, as much as you can? I do. Yeah. I do. Me too. Like, I I try and respond to all the comments. I really do. And people are, like, actually shocked that I, I respond back. Yeah, feels, I, like, I mean, I think doesn't it feels everybody? good like, for people. No. <laughs> I mean, it feels good for me when I'm watching like a friend's live video and like I type in like hearts and they're like, oh, hey, Crystal. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. me. <laughs> like, I know they them. saw me. <laughs> so I can imagine what that feels like, like for other people. Um, I, I did a couple um, TikTok lives and I got kicked off once. Really? Because I had a guy on there and I was drinking, um, I don't know, Perrier or something like that. And he's like, what are you drinking? And I was like, just Perrier. You know, I kept talking yeah. to everybody else. And um, he goes, can you burp for me? And I was like, I ignored it. I ignored it. And I just kept talking to everybody else. And he kept going back like every five minutes. Are you going to burp? Can you burp for me? And then come to find out, apparently that's a thing now. I'm like, what isn't a thing? You know, it was like, there's a thing to where it's like, these guys love to hear chicks burp. And trust me, I can let it rip. You know? <laughs> Oh my um, gosh, that's so funny. But finally, like towards the end, I just went like, I went, dude, stop, you know? Yeah. And then I did another TikTok live, like maybe five days later, and he was on there again. And right when he started, I, I kind of went off on him. I did kind of go off on him. And next thing I know, like three minutes later, I got canceled. That little SOB did went and like turned me in. I hurt his feelings. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So just if one person reports something, yep. uh, even if it's a lie, it yep. gets shut off? Yep. Can you go live again still? Oh, yeah. But they give you like a 30, 72-hour window or something like that to where you can't go live. Oh, my gosh. It's like they put you in timeout jail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I can't even go on TikTok live because I don't have no followers there. No way. <laughs> I know. All my people are on Instagram. See, I yeah, I just, I'm trying to build my Instagram up, you know, but it's TikTok hard. just went like that. It just took off. TikTok grew so fast compared to Instagram, you would be shocked. Really? If Maybe you I went on TikTok. TikTok a, a go. I just thought like, I don't know, it's for like younger crowd. No, it's like, it's, I, I get all my news. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Learn all the new, hottest new dance all routines. The, exactly. I was like, hey, I can do this. Applebee's. Applebee's. <laughs> that one yeah applebee's date night oh. by um I, I think it's walker hayes it's so cute okay i gotta look that one up oh yeah and even there's like he has a couple good rest- dance ones <laughs> chain restaurants are hard oh yeah i know right it was like on a date night oh yeah anyway <laughs> oh my gosh we should do a video but, oh my um, god i'd love to do a tiktok video with you it. it would blow up oh and gosh. see that's where you start you start by yeah. doing a small little tiktok like you know, fun video and yeah, it just like, like explodes collab- and collaborating goes off. and yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how I started with Instagram, honestly. Like I would collaborate with different girls. Yeah. I'd be like, go oh, follow my friend. And they'd be like, go oh, follow my friend. It's kind of how it started. Um, another thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, I kind of relate in the way like it's like this on top of the world feeling like mm. with gladiators. And it's like I felt on top of the world like when I was with Playboy and Hef and, you know, when I went with him to different places, like we went in style. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wow, the I'm, I'm somebody like I'm important. You know, yeah. mine was by association, but, um, but it's still, I felt important. And mm-hmm. I think in the podcast you were talking about how, you know, you had, you know, tours and cars and mm-hmm. way, like, yeah, it felt very like, 
VIP. Yes. And for me, it was like an adjustment because, you know, a lot of the, the things I went on, like private planes and all those things, those were like companies that had bought them for half, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. something he would really splurge on, but, um, yeah, that kind of lifestyle. And then like going to, you know, I, I, I love my life now, but it's, it's interesting, like it's different. to experience that. Um, and then versus now, yeah, I don't know. And then another part of it, I is like, looking back, it feels like I'm watching somebody else's life. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So that's, a, <laughs> it's like a loaded bunch of questions, but, um, was it how did it feel like being on top of the world um and like feeling that way and and then dropping da- back down into the being normal you or being into the normal street like, level okay. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't think you'll be, ever be normal street level but <laughs> um it's it's interesting it it um it played with my head a lot, really? to be honest with you. Yeah, it did. I, I lost, I felt like I lost my identity for a while of who I truly was. You know, was I, was I ice? Was I an American gladiator? Was I, was I Lori? I mean, where, where's the difference? Yeah. You know, um, and it was, it was a struggle. It was a struggle for the first God, still no. <laughs> Thirty-five years later, still struggle. No, I, like I, yeah, I, I can you know relate in that way because it's like cause now I'm still trying. I'm still trying to figure out who I am without yeah. that. But a, a part of you will always be that. So. A part of you, a big part of you. I mean, it has both. It has molded who we are today. Mm-hmm. You know, and without our experiences we wouldn't be where we're at today whatsoever. So there's nothing that I would take back or regret mm-hmm. doing. Um, it was it was a ride. It was a journey. Yeah. I loved every second of it. I don't know if I was in the moment at the time because it was so like, you know, it felt like it was going so fast, especially like on our tour when we were doing Madison Square Gardens and, you know, competing oh and, yeah, in front of like 20,000 thousand people um chanting and cheering your name and just it was just such a high um oh my gosh my girlfriend it was funny april we were watching the documentary and like the first couple weeks that it was on like we we always leave the tv on for the dogs you know when we leave the house you know so there's some kind of you know voice and so i'd always turn on the documentary You know, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so we're watching it, and there was a part um, that I was like running around. I had my hat in my hand, and I was like, just kind of like running around and swirling my hat in my hand. And and April goes, "Oh my god, you look like you're having an egogasm." And I was like, "What the fuck is an egogasm?" And she goes, "You could just tell that you were on top of the world at that moment." You know, so it was, it was just kind of really <laughs> surreal, I want to say. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I personally, I would feel like nervous. Did you ever feel, I guess um, after, you had your, you had your team, you had your family. I like, can't so. say that I felt, did I feel nervous? So many people just like screaming your name. You're like, they're all here I for fell me. on my face once. <gasps> you did? Oh my God, it was so funny. So that made me nervous. Um, oh my because the lights were all out. They were playing the music. The you know the um, spotlight would come on us yeah. when they when they called our name. They're like, 
you know, 145, blah, 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 ice, ice, baby, <laughs> you know, and then the, they'd play our song, you know, and thank God, you know, Vanilla Ice came out with my, thank you, Vanilla Ice, for doing Ice, Ice, Baby, by the way, it like totally projected my career Oh my, my gosh, when was up. that? Like, was it? It was literally the first year I was on the show, that song came out. Oh my god. I mean, it couldn't have been better timing. That is, a, that and is it was incredible. just like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> You know, so they would play the song at Madison Square Gardens. And but there was one time I forgot what arena I was playing in. But the spotlight hit me and all of a sudden I disappeared (gasps) because I tripped over over the wires or the carpet or something. And I was like running out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like one of those most embarrassing moments at the time. You know, it's like, where'd she go? Oh, (laughs) no. So you just got up and like recovered yep, and just waited. got up, like nothing happened, you know, and just kept running. Oh my gosh. But, um. That's like when you see people like Beyonce or whatever, they like yeah. slip on stage and they yes. just recover. So, it's like, boop, boop, you know, right yeah. back up again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, being on top of the world like that and just running around and having those moments in, in the, you know, the limelight, it's, it's just the most amazing feeling in the world. Yeah. It really was. And so coming down from all that, oh. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, it was it was hard coming down from all that, um, trying to find my footing and trying to figure out what my next move was. And you know, I I enjoyed the lifestyle so much. Yeah, the lifestyle for that, sure. Yeah, <laughs> and you think it's never gonna end. You don't think of the end. I think, or at least I didn't when I was. I in didn't. It. Yeah, I'm like, oh wow, this is my life now. It's gonna last forever. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be forever. Um, but. You know, I I don't think anything lasts forever and it's not supposed to last forever because life is forever changing. And I love the one saying that the only thing that changes is, wait, what is it saying? It says, um, the only thing that remains the same is change. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know? It's true, change and... And so we're not supposed to have something last like that forever. It's just not the, I mean, as much as we all want it to. Um, unfortunately it's, we'd be different ple- people. We'd, we'd start taking it. For, I think, I don't know, maybe you start taking it for granted or maybe, I mean, I don't know. Let's, let's look at your, your, your past half, for instance, when he first started the magazine, Yeah. you know, um, I wonder if he ever thought that this was going to last forever, but look what happened to him because it did last forever. <laughs> I know it lasts his whole life. Yeah. But look at his personality and what happened because it lasted forever. Yeah. Was he always a narcissist? Was he always a controlling guy? Yeah, was he knows? always that way? Or did it happen over time? Because it's it was something that was a, a constant. Yeah. And then maybe he got jaded and that's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. True. Who I knows? If he was always that way. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to they're all dead now, but figure out you know, know who knew him back then when he was just a young pup. You <laughs> I know? know. I know. Some are maybe still alive, like his first wife, but yeah. yeah, I'm glad. Um, yeah, it makes us like appreciate the experience. Yeah, and stay wholesome yep. and grounded. And it's all about being grounded. Yeah. You know, um, I do remember somebody saying, I was in a restaurant one time, and somebody was asking me for my autograph at the the height of gladiators. You know, and somebody goes, "Does it bother you when somebody asks you for your autographs yeah. while you're you know having dinner and everything?" I said, "No, it's going to bother me when it stops." Oh, that's true. It's like, yeah. So it's yeah, kinda, like as long as someone wants to take my picture or yeah. listen to my podcast, like I just feel like very and, special. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, is it, is it, I mean, I'm confident. Um, I'm not arrogant. I never take it for granted because I know it can end tomorrow. Yeah. I'm very appreciative of, of what 
I'm doing. However, it's a lot of fucking work. <laughs> I mean, this isn't something that was just handed to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like ever since with gladiators, even when I was on gladiators, it's been a constant, it's been a constant hustle. Yeah. I'm a hustler. Yeah. You, you are, know. and you're doing it. And I mean, you're even like getting, you're like getting the band back together. Like you're spearheading, <laughs> yeah, right. like getting like, everyone together. <laughs> it's like, woohoo, let's go. But it is like a good thing to get everyone together. And you're like, I, I don't, I think I maybe you mentioned like the, sh- the show Friends or in the, the mm-hmm. documentary. It's like people watch it for them and them being together. And I think that's the same with the gladiators. Like, I think. Yeah. And, it's interesting because like you said earlier in the podcast about Netflix and we did, you know, each one of us did a six hour interview, but they missed the boat when they didn't pull us all together as a group. Yeah. You I know, and I don't know happens. why they didn't do that. That needs to happen. Because there's so much energy. You saw just a little bit of the energy with four of us together. Yeah. I can, I mean, 10 of us together is just like the room explodes with energy. And there's so much fun and there's so much, you know, um, laughter and things like that. And I don't know why they didn't do that. I have no idea. And yet in our contract, we can't touch a documentary for like two to three years or something like that. And they don't want to do it. We've already pitched it to them. We're like, do a reunion, do an entire thing. Yeah, we're done. Mm. Maybe once that contract runs out then i know bring everybody together with somebody yeah. else we're gonna try it. something like that <laughs> i mean yeah I, I think you definitely need to that would be really nice um well i don't want to keep you too much longer but i just Girl, come on let's keep going what are the questions you got on that thing i only hit like two or three of them my god what is this hold on see this hold on let me ask myself some questions here Holy Some of them shit. are just notes that like provoke questions. Exactly. <laughs> so oh I'm my like, God. and so, so funny. since I don't have all my glasses on, I mean, it's oh, that's oh, you want thing. me to read some? I can just read the. So wait, how old are glasses. you? Um, Thirty-eight, thirty-seven, thirty-seven. So yeah. Okay, wait till you're forty. You know what's going to happen? You're like la la la. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to need like I don't know what it is. Literally, you can read things really close, and all of a sudden, when you're forty, you just kind of start pulling them back. Like yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I think I have like a small prescription that and I was like oh no I'll hold off I guess I think the muscles in the eyes just start getting like a little more relaxed or something I don't know what it is <laughs> you're but, fun to talk to what else yeah, have we got you're fun to talk to as well <laughs> I know I'm like I don't really keep you if you have to go but um yeah I was going I have through, no life like, my, my, <laughs> same same that's why I like wanted to create one with this podcast yes. I'm like and my therapist was like the podcast is a great idea that way you'll like talk to people and yeah. spend more time with people and, because uh, I'll just hole up in my house. Really? And just... It's very true. And that's the other thing. As we get older, there's like, you just have that really small handful of friends. Yeah. You know? And I don't... Like, during COVID, I had no problem during COVID. I didn't have... I didn't have a lot of friends that I went out. Like, so it's like, oh, I could just totally kick it at home. Yeah. That's no big deal. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard having that many friends and friendship for me, like at the mansion was really hard. Yeah. So a lot of those people were very cutthroat and I couldn't trust anybody. The twins looked like they were cutthroat <laughs> as hell. Oh my gosh. Those poor girls. God. I know they, um, hopefully they're doing okay now, but they, what's the, who's okay. We're going to flip. <laughs> we're going to flip the, squ- the, the script here. Who is, the biggest one that you felt sorry for (laughs) oh my gosh it would probably be the twins or there's another girl that had like a really bad eating disorder i felt so bad for her i know wow some of the girls that just couldn't pull out of okay things like that 
yeah. I've really had a soft spot for. Mm-hmm. And the twins were absolutely horrible to me, but um, I, I did s- have a soft spot for them. I could totally well. see that. I could <laughs> I totally see them being totally bitchy. <laughs> I know they were, but they were young. Yeah. They were like 18 when I was there, 18 or 19 when I was there. Damn. So, well, Kendra hard, started you know? out at 18 too. Oh, Kendra, yeah. She's. But she was like a cool. spitfire, kind of like on her own accord kind yeah. of thing, I guess. Yeah. Gemini. She's just like does her own thing. And what sign like, are you again? Taurus. That's right. I'm like the boring one. No, you're not boring one. My last girlfriend was a Taurus. She just never said I was sorry. Oh, really? Stubborn? <laughs> Very. Oh, my gosh. Stubborn. But then again, it depends on your rising sign. Yeah, I'm rising uh, Sagittarius. Oh, okay. How about you? I'm an Aries slash Aries. Wow. Yeah, I have an Aries rising too, which okay. is really like, whoa. Aries rising, Aries sun. Yeah. Do you know your moon or... I don't. I I had him. I had my charts done so many times. Yeah, it was really. I I love that stuff. I, I know. Do. Me too. I have a woman who I always talk to, and I send her like if I'm dating someone else, and they're. I always ask them like, when's like, your you birthday? What's her? your birthday time? <laughs> yeah, and then she'll like do the analysis for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the last one, she's like, oh, he has no fire signs in his chart, so maybe you'll be the one that's like having to have all the fire and oh, <laughs> it'll be boring yeah because sagittarius is fire isn't it uh or i think is, so fire. Is taurus? taurus taurus is earth that's what i thought aries is fire for yes. sure um yeah jeremy's aries too you're an aries too <laughs> yeah <laughs> my sister's an aries what's your birthday april 6th okay i'm in april i mean uh, i was gonna say april march 28th oh that's cool my girlfriend's an aries as well april 3rd Okay. So two Aries living in a household together. But you know what's cool about that is that we understand each other. Yeah. The same signs really understand each other. Yep. But she's a little, she's a little more, um, I want to say patient than I am. Okay. And when I throw my fit, she'll like, (laughs) let me throw my fit, you (laughs) know? And then she'll look at me and go, are you done? To where my Taurus girlfriend would be like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like we would, we would like, you know, both of us at each other, you know, and then it just fire me up that much more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How long was the Taurus? Um, Let's see. I, I'm going on, April and I are going on 14 years. I know I'm a lifer. April and I are going on 14 years and Sharon was 13 years. And the relationship before that, Trinity, was, I want to say, eight or nine years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, long term. So April's funny. She's like, I'm going to beat Sharon. (laughs) I was like, really? That's your goal? Oh, but that's cute. That's really cute. That's really cute. (laughs) It's awesome. It's good. That's really cute. And do you stay friends with anybody? Yes. It's funny you say that because girls do stay friends with each other most of the time when they split up because we become best friends first kind of in a way um and so sharon she lives in um florida and so april and i will actually go back and stay at her place when we go to florida oh my god oh yeah we stay with her we're best friends i mean i talk to sharon probably every other day Wow. And then my girlfriend before her, Trinity, we talked probably, we used to talk a lot, but she lives in Texas now. So it's like once every week or two, something like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We've all remained friends. Yeah, that's cool. Because I know some people like get jealous if, you know, people talk to their exes. But I think it's a guy thing. Really? I really do. Yeah. Because 
it's like guys don't think guy that you can be friends with a guy mm. because they always have the motive, the sexual motive that they want to be with you. Interesting. When girls split up, they're like, done. <laughs> <laughs> want nothing to do with you. And we look at each other and go, what the hell did I see in you? <laughs> you know, Even though we're friends. And you can just laugh about that. Yes. And- yes. Wow. That's really cool. So it's different. Very, you just, you just, you know, remain, there's, there's an adjustment period, like three, four months, but it's not like oh, years. That's, slu- that's like a short adjustment yeah. period. Maybe six. Depends on how bad the breakup was. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I feel like it's hard to go. And, but I really appreciate that because it's hard to go from like best friends because mm-hmm. I've had long term and it's like, they become your best friend. Yeah. And then if you don't talk to them anymore. It's mm-hmm. like, the, how do you go from being a best friend to a total stranger? Yeah, it's like too I've, hard. I've always had a hard time with that. Yeah. So it's, uh, I think it's a little different with, you know, with girls and, and guys. That's the only thing I can, I can think of, you know, because the guys are like, oh, absolutely not. You're not <laughs> speaking to your ex. How it's dare so you? Yeah. The only person I knew that was friends with their exes was Hef. Because he was, you know, he kept in contact with everybody and people yeah. would come around, you know, like Barbie Benton. I was going to say, Barbie's been around forever. She was on every, like, Girls Next Door. She was. Like. And she was so interesting. I remember going to her house and she is married to this, like, really rich guy. And um, I remember he was a little bit weird and she just kind of sh- pushed him out, like out of the, he was trying to talk and she's just like, Bleh. and then there's like all these massive photos in her home of herself, like her phone oh, face. Funny. <laughs> like, oh, this is hilarious. Yeah. She was like a little bit, um, you know, like pushy and just, she, she made have like travel around the world. He didn't ever like to leave the house. So wow. I think her aggressive nature was kind of good for him. Probably. For yeah, he became like a recluse and she pulled him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, we're yeah, traveling. Barbie, Sandy, Mandy, Brandy. My God. So many. So many. So many. And yeah, and he was friends with Kendra would come by. How do you feel being the last? Oh, my gosh. Think about that one. Um, You're literally the last. <laughs> I know. Of the line. I know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> You should ask your therapist. <laughs> Well, whatever it was, I know it's so, it's so weird. It was weird to be there, like the very end. I bet. Like death is very hard for me. I'll be honest with you. It, I cried at that point, at that part in your book. It was Aww. hard. I was like, oh my god, that would be hard. Yeah, April's yeah. like, um, I'm reading the book. She's in like in in the living room. She's like, um, is everything okay in there? Aww. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You know? <laughs> She's like, is it sad? And I go, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was good though. That's good. Yeah, death is the words were. I mean, in the book, it was you know when you're reading the words, it's it's like different than watching a movie or something. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll make it into a movie. Oh my gosh. Maybe we'll see. Who would you have play you? Um, I don't know. Whoever's like, hopefully they can make me look really, (laughs) really good. What's her name? Sweeney's the new. I don't know. She's just like beautiful. Hmm. Blonde booby actor. Always like some like cute little thing. Uh, Sydney Sweeney, I think that's her name. It would, you know, She's you know, like, for some reason. I don't know why I think this. Maybe it's just one of those little weird premonitions. But I have a feeling your book's going to turn into a movie. <sighs> Thank you. That's Seriously, just, I don't know. We will see. Put it we, out into the universe. <laughs> we tried. I mean, to- if that's a, if if that is something that you would be willing to like look at. Yeah. You know, if you put that in the universe, it definitely. Oh 
Oh my gosh. Kind of fun. We'll try. We, we tried to get a Hef biopic going, but then Me Too happened and all the stuff. So yeah. maybe from the other point of view. Maybe. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I know I really, really want you to write a book. So maybe, maybe soon. <sighs> and I gave you mine. And I'm like, oh, I really want to read hers. <laughs> I know. I got to find my story. I have a story. You have an epic story, a crazy, fun Amazing adventure with good friends. Yes. I, I mean, I I almost like envy that about like that part of your life where like you made such good friends with the people. Like I, I didn't really have that at the mansion, but so it's like. Yeah, but it was extremely competitive. Mm. So maybe it might have looked that way. Mm. Okay, so let's go back into that. <laughs> okay. Um, we were. We were friends. We were we were family, but it was ex- with the women, the girls. We were extremely competitive. Really, Ray Hollett and I would go on um, auditions like, because we were the same. Yeah, blonde, muscular, boom, same auditions when it came out, and she would do everything in the world to psych me out. Really? You know, just, yeah, she was she was very um, cutthroat when it came to that. Okay, personal appearances, very cutthroat. Um, yeah, it, it would have worked better if it was the other way. I, yeah. I feel like for the mansion too, with a lot of those girls, they would like cut holes in clothing. <gasps> no, it's horrible. Just so people would like look up, try and make them look ugly or try and Seriously. make them. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it was very catty and competitive and it was hard to make friends because everyone wanted your spot. Like everyone wanted, you know, to be. That's interesting. Cause that didn't come across in your book. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's really another twist, okay. you know, to the whole story. Because nobody looks at it as catty and as competitive. And really? they would do things to make you look bad. Wow. What did, what if, I guess people might have thought it was like pillow fights and. Yeah, just simple <laughs> little things. It's interesting because that's like kind of play fighting, like yeah. pillow fights or like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Wow, that's really that's interesting. So they were catty and they would like do things to try to make you look bad. Yeah, yeah. I think I talk about in the book that one girl she had like a big Disneyland like rainbow lollipop and just like okay that I remember. Yeah. Yes. It's like what the heck? Like a lollipop as a weapon? Yeah. Like just straight up just hit me in the head with it. Wow. Like what is going on here? But that's not. It's it was bad. Because everyone wanted my spot. I don't know if people were trying to replace you constantly. But constantly. Really? Mm-hmm. You're like, constantly. I am too hot. I am not going anywhere. <laughs> I didn't think I was hot at the time. I didn't either. I didn't think I was hot at the time. I really didn't. It's so crazy. Because I was like, I've like looked at all the pictures of you, like from like every, through all. Like, but I kind of wasn't hot at the time, though, if you think yeah. about it either. No, look at the 80s. Look at the hair. It was all permed and <laughs> You know, it was so that. good. It was, like, it was oh beautiful. So I just didn't see myself that way. You're like beautiful and strong, but at the same time looks like so wholesome. And <laughs> thank you. Thank it was, you. Uh, yeah, I definitely. I appreciate definitely that. Admire that. But I do look back and I go, "Holy shit, my body was banging, and why didn't I appreciate it?" Oh my gosh, same. I like the. I looked at the Playboy magazine, and the whole time I'm like, felt felt like fat, or I felt yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. My skin was like flawless. And yes. I was like, oh, there's a mole right here and a dimple of yeah. something. So like- that's why I always tell the girls now, I say, enjoy every moment. Yeah. Enjoy every moment that you have right now and how you look, because you're not going to look this way tomorrow or the next day or yeah. next 10, 
10, 15 years. I mean, you will tomorrow, but <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, I have a problem with that and I have a problem with like getting like aging. I do have a problem with that. So hopefully. Yeah. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah, a little a little bit. Bit. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like, cause I think it just, life happens so fast mm-hmm. and yeah, it just happens so fast. Hmm. Girl, you've got so, you have so many years in front of you. I'm so excited for your journey in front of you. I, mean, I am. I'm excited for yours. I feel like I feel like I just, just started my second act. Yes. Yes. You know, it's I do. here. It's here. And yeah, I'm excited for everything that you're, Thank that you. you're doing. So. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so awesome. I'm so happy yeah. I met you. Yeah, I'm so what happy What a random met. thing. Yeah. I wasn't, we weren't supposed to go to New York. Really? We got paid shit. No. Shit money to go there. And we didn't care. Because we knew we knew we knew that we we're going to have a lot of connections. Oh my gosh! Isn't that strange? Yeah, I'm and glad you got paid something or some. Uh, it was just it was such a bad deal. Really, you know. I, I mean, that's how it is. Like everyone just wants to make it for themselves and not really share. And mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I know, but I mean, I would have never met you. Yeah, we met we met another promoter, and he's awesome, and. There's been a couple really amazing things that came out of that. And so that, and, and I knew, I knew that was going to happen. And that's why I wanted to go. Wow. I was like, I don't care how much we get paid. I mean, literally we got paid like $800 a day, which other people were getting like 10 and 20,000 a day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That needs to, that needs to definitely change. Yeah. But seeing you guys all together was really cool. It like even fun. just, I don't know, like even what you like moving around and by each other and like taps on the shoulder, or like you all right. And just like in that short amount of time, I'm like, wow, this, these are like people who really have each other's back. Yeah. Like literally. Like. We do. We do. We totally do. So. Like um, Nitro and myself and Laser, we're all just, I love those guys. I yeah. do. They're like my brothers that I never had. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's cool. They're awesome. And like, and everyone looks amazing. Yeah, like everyone in the documentary, I'm like everyone looks like so, so good, and it was fun to do. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, so cool. Thank you. Yeah, well, yeah. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. So <sighs> this is first in po- in person podcast. So. Yay! <laughs> I knew leading up to the book launch. <laughs> That's right. awesome. Thank you so Thank much you. for having me on your podcast. It was fun. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, and hopefully we can work out soon. Let's do it. <laughs> Grab Mike. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Your biggest fan. I love that. No Very ten cool. pa- no ten page letters, Mike. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. It's all good. Yeah. He's great. It's fun. <laughs> You'll like him. All right. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.